Welcome to Front and Center, the podcast created by Forefront, a sports and entertainment marketing agency specializing in analytics, digital, innovation, and partnerships. I am your host, Joe Zolo, the marketing coordinator at Forefront, and joining me today is the Senior Manager of Analytics and Business Intelligence here at Forefront, one Billy Naden. Billy, how are you? I'm great, Joe. Thanks for asking. Happy to be here. Thanks, Billy. I appreciate you being on. What we're talking about today essentially investing in your analytics arm and how it really helps build your bottom line one in just your overall organization you in your past i guess i won't say it where have you worked in the past just so everyone knows where were you before forefront uh before forefront i was a market analyst in the digital media space but i've worked for the philadelphia 76ers i've worked for fc dallas and i've been uh, all around the analytics and sports industry in various capacities perfect so you're deep diving into data. You're getting your master's in data science. What is the advantages of knowing the insights of your fans, especially on the team side of things? So it's really about storytelling. It's really about providing the evidence to uh, various partners, to your fans themselves, to your internal teams, to demonstrate that you really know who your fans are. You can underscore their interests, figure out exactly how to market to them, how to attract different segments of your fan base, and to really have that evidence to to create the story of who your fans are. And you were with the 76ers in what many would call the down years of Philadelphia. I think that's fair to say. How, would, how did those analytics maybe play into helping getting fans into the stadium and maybe telling that story? What you, what you realize when you work for a team that's struggling in the standings is that people don't necessarily go to sporting events for team performance. So there's a lot of different avenues you can take to marketing and attracting people to come to the games, whether it's a family outing or things like church groups or um, various other business organizations, entertaining clients, things things like that that are really outside of the actual performance on the court and really underscore the performance of going to a live event and and marketing to that specific experience. Some of the stuff you do here at Forefront, you're diving into dashboards for a variety of different clients. And a lot of it's with the digital team helping with digital marketing. How do those analytics help the digital team really improve the performance of whatever their client gives them for creative or digital marketing? So a lot of the work I do on the analytics perspective with digital marketing is really helping our campaign managers to justify their strategy for particular advertising campaigns. So for instance, uh, they're constantly innovating. They're constantly testing new platforms, new strategies, new creatives. And our analytics work really helps them to justify to say, I know this works because of whether it's a uptick in impressions, conversions, revenue, um, whatever they're tracking for that particular campaign, we can provide that evidence to demonstrate objectively this strategy works better than another strategy, and they can demonstrate that to our partners. And looking at it less on digital, more towards sponsorships, because we do partnerships here. I don't know if it affects specifically into partnerships we do here, but again, you've worked for a team in the past. How do the analytics help maybe the sponsorship sales side of things? How does it help them maybe target, hey, these are X, Y, and Z partners that we want to target to be a sponsor of our organization? So I think what it really helps with on the sponsorship side is 
identifying opportunities that are not particularly obvious to a sponsorship team. Um, usually a sponsorship team, especially on the team side, is going to be uh, relatively small. You know, you're talking about probably less than five people on a given sponsorship team, depending on the size of the organization. And these guys just don't have the bandwidth to prospect every single category they can sell sponsorships for. So what our analytics helps them do is identify what brands are your fans already familiar with? What categories are they already purchasing things in? And where do they live? Like what's close proximity wise to them and help to really cultivate a story when I go to a potential sponsor and say, hey, we think this is a great partnership because the analytics tell us that uh, our fans are attracted to your brand or live close to your brand, or maybe they're not purchasing as much as your brand as they should be based on proximity or awareness. And we want to help you facilitate more sales on your side too. And looking at the analytics that you dive into every day, some of our clients have access to what, what's some of the stuff that they can actually find out through the analytics that you see every day that maybe other people can't offer or, some really cool, interesting tidbits that you've even seen. What can teams pull from Forefront's analytics database? So really, it's it's twofold, right? Because I think we've talked about the, the digital side of things. And the big advantage of Forefront from a digital side, especially when it comes to analytics, is we do all of our channels in-house. So a lot of teams are used to a situation where they're maybe doing their search advertising with one group, their social advertising with another, and their display advertising with maybe a third agency. And what we do is we pull all of that performance together so we can judge apples to apples against different campaigns, but also make it centralized and make it convenient for uh, companies who partner with us to judge the performance of their campaigns. On the analytics side of things and with sponsors, the data we pull is really around figuring out what are kind of these, I would say, societal archetypes that fit into different fan bases. So are they socially conscious? Are they parents? Are they, you know, deep in extended families? Do they promote self-care? Are they interested in, in beauty products? Or are they beer drinkers, coffee drinkers? All kinds of different categories where it can really help target maybe sponsorships that teams and organizations may not have thought of in the past. Incredibly insightful. I have nothing more to add, but of course, what we do at the end of every Front and Center podcast, Billy, as you know, Four random questions with Forefront because we have to keep the theme of four on there. Nothing to do with analytics, nothing to do with sports business. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. First one. Talked about you worked with the 76ers. In your time there, what was your favorite moment that you ever had with the Philadelphia 76ers? So it's it's very funny to think about it now, especially when we judge the, the NBA season. It seems basically a lot of people start watching in the playoffs. But when you're going through the, the grueling nature of an 82-game season where you're going to win less than 20 games, you take the victories where you can get them. So there was a night, I believe it was in February, where we played the Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron and Kyrie, who were both on the team at the time, did not play. Uh, and the Sixers beat the Kevin Love Cavaliers in front of a sold-out Philly crowd and the place went absolutely ballistic like they had just won the NBA Finals. And that was by far my best memory working for the Sixers. 
it, it's the small victories when it comes to that. Absolutely. Re- regardless of who's on the court, it's a win. A win is a win. And second question, we kind of have, this is a two-parter. You're a graduate of Southern Methodist University, proud Mustang fan. Yes. Will the SMU Mustangs ever return to the top of college football? We're number 16 in the country right now. I would argue we are right back at the top of college football, right where we belong. Sonny Dykes has uh, done an amazing job turning this program around. Couldn't be more excited and really hopeful we can get a great bowl game this year. And what is the most important SMU football game? The most important SMU football game is the next one. There we go. Uh, the third question we have. You are a you actually spar in your free time as a fighter. You are a big UFC fan, one of our clients. Who is your favorite UFC fighter, male or female? Of all time or currently fighting? Let's do all time and then currently. So... My favorite, I guess this is a bit of a technicality because he never actually fought in the UFC, but he is an MMA fighter. My favorite MMA fighter of all time is Fedor Emelianenko. He had a 10-year unbeaten streak. He's a Russian martial artist, and if you look at him, he looks like he could be someone's dad. But then as soon as he gets in that ring or that cage, he is an absolute monster and was for a number of years. My favorite UFC fighter currently fighting is Justin Gaethje. Um, if you have not heard of this man or seen this man fight, he brings it every time out. It is some of the most electric fights I've ever seen in my life. Constant action fighter, never in a boring fight. Um, really, really highly recommend checking out Justin Gaethje. And lastly, you and I are both from the Northeast, you being from Connecticut, myself uh, from New Hampshire. Big Italian food, big pizza up there. What is the best slice of pizza you have ever had and from where? The best slice of pizza I've ever had is the Italian sausage pizza from Frank Pepe's Pizzeria in New Haven, Connecticut on Worcester Street. Uh, If you are ever in the Northeast area, I highly recommend making your way to New Haven to get a slice of pizza from either Pepe's, Sally's, or Modern. I'm a Pepe's guy myself, but all three places are some of the best pizza in the world. I can att- I've never had that specific pizza. I can attest Frank Pepe's, high quality, love the cheese pizza. My, just in Boston, if you're ever there, there is one in Boston now in Chestnut Hill. If you're ever in Boston, Santapio's, uh, which is T-A-R, it's not T-A-P, a lot of people get that confused, or Regina's Pizzeria. They've been there forever. If you want a specialty pizza, Antico Forno in the North End has this. You ever had a pesto-based pizza? I have. It's delicious. It's fantastic. So it's pesto, sausage, mozzarella cheese. Oh, it's absolutely delicious. Uh, Billy, anything else you'd like to add on analytics today? You know what, Joe? Anytime I get to discuss UFC analytics, the SMU Mustangs, and pizza in the same conversation, it's a good day. So I, I think we've covered all our bases here. Well, we hope to have you on again because that was very insightful, one, and two, a lot of fun when it came to the four random questions. Billy, thank you very much. If you would like to learn more about analytics or any of the solutions offered here at Forefront, head to our website, teamforefront.com, or you can find us on social media at team underscore forefront and that's forefront with all caps and remember along with analytics we do digital innovation and partnerships here at forefront